Welcome to the Cycle Podcast, where we cover topics to help improve your life. Join me as we discover and discuss ways to live life to the fullest and show up as the truest and best version of who we were meant to be. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Um, I just want to say up front that I'm actually very congested right now. So if my voice sounds a little weird, apologies. Um, yeah, but I just wanted to jump right into it today. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about women's hormones. Um, I've recently had my own experiences with like balancing this, working with doctors, um, therapist, and then also doing my own research. Um, I actually read uh, the book called In the Flow by Dr. Vidi, and it's a really amazing book that talks about all the different phases of your cycle, what she recommends like to do during those times of the month um, in terms of like diet and exercise. It does get really in-depth. Like My only takeaway uh, or like drawback from that was that it's like very detailed. So like from like day one through day five, you're not supposed to have like any types of like foods that are, um, I don't know, like low in carbs. It just like, it it just seems like it's very detailed. And in, in my case, that seems like it's hard to follow. And I like stuff that's a little bit more simple, but it is very insightful. Um, and a lot of what she like says to do actually works because I've tried it. Um, but I just like just like going right into the basics. Like for me growing up, I was only taught like, okay, you're a female. So after like the age of 13, once a month for about a week, you're going to be on your period. And that's like the extent to which what I knew about um, the my cycle. And as I got older, I did more research. I worked with more professionals and doctors and um being in a uh, medical program, I'm learning a lot more. I think also like as we advance as a scientific like entity, we're learning more about this. Um, I think like I could talk about this all day, like the gynecological field for women is so underdeveloped. Like, I'm sorry, it was like the medical system in general is developed by men. Gynecology is no different. And I mean, to what extent can a man really know the female body without having one? So I think there's a long way for us to go um, in terms of like improving the health care for women uh, and for gynecology in, in particular. But anyway, um, I just wanted to talk about like for anyone who is kind of new to like hormones and what they are and like the cycling and everything like that. I'm just going to give you like a basic kind of rundown. So we actually have four phases. So this is for females only, obviously, um, like this information. So women only have four phases, um, of their, they don't only, they do have four phases of their cycle. So every month you have your menstrual phase, your follicular phase, your ovulatory phase, and your luteal phase. So 
that's why like some days of the month even if you're not on your period you feel different and I'm sure like as you get older you can kind of vouch for this a little bit more because as you're younger like you're still getting used to your body your like period like your menstruation like whatever but then like as like you start to get older you kind of settle into your body a little bit more you can start to pick up on these patterns so I thought it was really interesting to learn that there's actually four scientific phases of your um, month. So as a female, every single day, you're in a different phase. So before, like when I was younger, I was like, okay, I'm not my period. So I'm just on the free time of the month. Like it's just, I'm, I'm normal. I'm just like a man, like not like a man, but like I have like my hormones are balanced. Everything's fine. Um, and that's actually not the case. So the four phases, like I mentioned, menstrual, follicular, ovulation, luteal, your menstrual is um, day one through five. It's the shortest phase through the month. Um, this is really like your rest and reflect stage. And I'll call it, I'll, I'll go into like the scientific findings that like back that up. I'm not just saying like, oh, menstruation, like rest and, re- and reflect. Like, yeah, you should do that. But there's also scientific research to back that up. And I'll go over that. Um, follicular phase, that is day six through 14. So that's about a week long. It's the right after your period ends. And this is like your reset and go phase. Um, following that is your ovulation phase, which is about four days. And that's uh, day 15 through 19. And this is like your creative, your fun, your sensual um, phase of your cycle. And then your luteal phase, this is day 20 through 28. This is eight days. Um, and this is kind of like your, this is where if you have PMS symptoms, like you'll experience some of that. This is really like kind of a reflective. This is where you'll get like moody. It almost kind of like, this is a, this is a great phase to practice mindfulness and to get really self-aware of yourself because this is when we'll like have outlashes as females and get really angry or heated or like, kind of lose our like senses um so yeah that's a phase to like kind of be aware of um but now to kind of go back into like the science of it all so your menstrual phase why I say this is your rest and reflect stage like obviously any woman who's had their period knows like you just want to hibernate you're you're obviously bleeding so like I don't know, like you're not like you're like top like tier um, moment, but also like they did a lot of studies on this. And this is when women's cortisol levels, which is your stress hormone, is actually elevated. So during this phase of your of your month, the menstrual phase, you have high cortisol. So your um, your stress hormones are a little bit overactive. And then you also have a faster metabolism meaning you will have higher, you will have more cravings and you can actually, um, without like hurting your diet, you can increase your daily caloric uh, intake by 250 calories. Um, so this has all been like shown and tested and proven with research. And so that's why I kind of call it your rest and reflect. So like your, your, your higher cortisol levels, when you have like high stress, like what, you need to do to kind of balance your nervous system and kind of bring that parasympathetic nervous system in is like calm down a little bit rest I mean your body already tells you this because like I don't know about you but like during my period I get like more tired 
I don't want to go out. I want to like sit in. I want to eat like more carbs. And all of this is like is perfect. And it's great that your body can like pick this up and like really tell you what you need. Um, but it's important that we do like the good things. Like we don't like, okay, fine. Chocolate is good to have, but like you don't want to get a box of like Krispy Kreme donuts every period and like eat a bunch of sugar because that's going to affect all your other cycles. So like, yes, it is true. You should have more carbs on your period, but like we're thinking like more brown rice, more like yams, more sweet potato, more of that. Like obviously treat yourself, you know, but like once you start doing more of the healthy carbs, you're like, oh wait, I don't actually crave that donut. I was just craving more like subsidence in my meals, like more of that like whole grain carbs. So that's the menstrual phase. The phase following that, so right after your period ends, is your follicular phase. And this is what I call the reset and go because like you're kind of coming like off of those high cortisol levels. Your cortisol starts to balance back down and get lower. You start to feel a little bit more energetic because you don't have that like high cortisol. And then your metabolism actually slows down. So with the slower metabolism, you you naturally, your body's going to crave less food. And like, if you've been on this planet long enough and observe yourself long enough, you'll realize that like the week after your period that you're like, holy crap, like I'm eating, I eat nothing now. Like you feel like you're like, your appetite is like completely gone because of how high it was during your menstrual phase. Um, so it's a great phase to kind of reset. Like, okay, we just came out of this like slow restful phase like how do I want my like following weeks to look and start like mustering up that energy to kind of do more um, workouts a little bit more cardio in your diet or in your um in your workout routine and then following that for four days so it's like the uh, smallest cycle is your ovulatory phase so during this phase Again, you have the slower metabolism, so you're naturally inclined to eat less. Um, you have low cortisol, so again, you have higher energy levels. You can do more workout uh, workouts, and then like this phase is like where you're kind of creative, you're fun, you're more like sensual. This is kind of where like this is like obviously ovulation is when the egg drops, like you're ready to like mate and have a baby, like primitively, obviously like not like. I don't know what stage of your life you're in, but that's not always the case. Um, so yeah, this is like that. This is like, I think of like, this is like game day. Like this is when you're shining, like literally like they've done studies, like your face changes, like you, your, your face actually, the moisture content of your face increases. So you have like more hydration, you're more plump. And then you also like get like that rosier, like um, more color in your skin. So you're literally glowing during ovulation. Like I actually, I think I have like pictures of myself, like that I took like literally during ovulation. Like I have it tracked in my phone and I look like I just like went from, like got out of a med spa and had like a facial, like my face is like vibrant, like lifted, like my hair is like silky. It, it's it's actually crazy. And like you can do the research. Like they actually study like there's certain um like pathophysiology like things. Like there's there's basically different like molecular biology. Sorry, I'm like in the midst of studying for midterms, so my mind's all 
messed up with terms, but there's like scientific data to prove this stuff, which is like, it's insane. Um, okay. So after that, you have your luteal phase. So this is like the last part of the month uh, of your like cycle. It's day 20 through 28. This is eight days. This is kind of getting you ready for menstruation again. So um, your metabolism is going to become faster. You're going to start craving more calories. You're not going to really want to do like a lot of exercise because your cortisol is going to be really high. So your body is naturally more stressed. You have lower energy. Uh, this is like really where it, it is important to like have that mindfulness practice. I wouldn't say like start implementing it during your little phase, but like get ready to start like using it more consistently during this phase because um, you're going to notice like you're going to want to like, this is where you get irritable. Like it's that part of like the month. Um, But yeah, that's like just a basic rundown of all of the phases and um and like what each one represents like the kind of the backings behind it and it this it's really important because for example like the follicular phase which um it comes like right before ovulation and it's right after menstruation like if you that's like the reset and go phase like if you aren't getting like your workouts in, like you're overeating and you know, you're not like, like running through that, that extra energy that you have built up. Then like during your ovulation phase and like your luteal phase where you're supposed to be more like mindful and like relaxed and kind of in that like slower pace of life, you're going to have like this pent up energy and it's just going to be like, you're going to be more irritable. So it's really important to like listen to these like different periods of time within your cycle and really honor them. Like, especially like I find this so true. Like obviously you can hear me right now. I'm sick. And last week was my menstrual cycle. And I had like a really big course load with school. And like, I had a lot of stuff to do. And I like, I think I burnt myself out a little bit. I wasn't fully in my rest mode And then now it's my follicular phase where I like physically I'm like sick because I think I I didn't take that time for myself. But like mentally I'm like ready to go. I have all this like energy. Like I want to I want to be in hot yoga right now. But like I now have physical limitations because I didn't truly honor like that rest phase of my cycle, which is like my menstrual phase. Um and like like there are some times where like you can't honor it like if you're in school or you're working full-time like you can't just stay home and like chill um but I think it is important to like to like compensate for that so like if you know you're gonna be at work all day the next day and you're gonna be really tired like make sure like you're in bed by like 8 30 and like maybe plug your phone in in like the bathroom or the kitchen so you're not like scrolling through your phone at night and you actually go to bed at a reasonable hour so you can like wake up and feel like, okay, I went to bed at a normal time. Your cardiac rhythm or your, sorry, your circadian rhythm is like on point and you can like muster up that extra energy that like you traditionally wouldn't have during your period. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I hope that like this was at least insightful for some people that haven't heard of this and like I can dive so much deeper into this concept and this topic but I think this is just like the basics of it. And just to kind of like if 
my biggest like tip for anyone who wants to like or is maybe having issues with their period or their menstrual cycle and just like wants to take more feels like they're kind of out of control and wants to take more control over this I would download an app there's so many apps like the app that I use is called flow and it literally just tracks your period it's so simple it'll like it'll after you do it for a while it'll like send you a reminder like oh did your period start today and then like if you did you just literally log on to the app or just open the app and like click yes and then it tracks your period and then you just tr- like end it when your period ends and so for like the last three years I have all my periods tracked and it's helpful because it tells me then like when my ovulation is um, when my follicular phase is like what symptoms I can expect so that's like the first thing I would do just so you can start like kind of uh, mapping out where these other phases fall because obviously we all know as females when you get your period you obviously you know you see it it's there the other phases like nothing like nothing notable like physically like crazy happens during the other phases except for ovulation but like even then you have to be super like hyper aware of yourself so that's why it's good to track it because obviously numbers don't lie and um yeah having a calendar to kind of show you what phase you're in is really important and then once you kind of get a hang of like what time period of the month is correlating with like that part of the cycle you're on then you can start like being more aware of your choices like oh I know it's my like ovulation phase like I'm gonna like go out and I'm gonna like make that like where I'm that's like the time I'm gonna make all my plans like for friend outings or like events and then like your follicular phase like that's what I'm gonna get in all like my uh, cardio workouts like my high intensity interval training um so it's like it's really good and like trust me like I don't know like how like I know there's obviously science but like when I do like a high intensity workout during my follicular phase versus like my luteal phase like I feel like number one I get like 10 times the benefit and number two it just it feels like way more right like and when I say like benefit like I can do like three like high density Pilates hot Pilates workouts in my follicular phase and like actually notice results if I do that like like monthly like consistently versus if I do like you know, four hot Pilates during my luteal phase when I'm tired and, like, I should be, like, doing no cardio and more, like, weightlifting or, like, walking, like, I don't get, like, the same results because your metabolism is faster, so you're naturally eating more calories and your body is just not, like, it's not prepped for that. Like, your cells are, like, yo, like, we don't want to do cardio right now. And so it's going to resist that and that resistance is going to like increase your cortisol levels. And if you don't already know this, like when your cortisol levels rise, your like adipose tissue, your fat tissue, normally like it stores more fat. And so when you do workouts, you're basically during that phase, a little phase when you should be resting, you're naturally increasing your cortisol levels, which is like like obviously increasing your stress and then any kind of workout you do is going to increase that stress and then it's going to result in like excess body fat so it's kind of crazy and I know I sound crazy but literally when you work out during this phase you can actually have opposing effects and you can actually increase 
fat. So I know it sounds crazy, but like if you do a hot Pilates, like high intensity workout during this phase, you can actually increase your fat storage because you're just increasing your stress hormones. So that's why it's so important to know like what, and, and also like if you're a girl who's like, oh my God, I work out like every single day and like I don't look like that girl on Instagram. Obviously everyone looks different, but like the same thing, like you need to know when to work out and what workouts to do. Like I'm not saying don't work out on your luteal phase, which is your, like the resting phase, but do you should be doing things like really restful, like yoga, like stretch, not hot yoga, but like just normal yoga or like doing weight lifting, like strength training, doing like isometric holds, like a plank, doing like less intense workouts like that is, you can still work out, but don't do like, don't go for like a four mile sprint or like, I don't know, like have you ever seen people like, I always like wonder this, like there's so many people that run the marathons, especially like females that they like, like, oh, just run like 26 miles. And like, they're, they're like, they're not fat, but like you could tell they have access like abdominal fat and that's because their cortisol is stressed out. Like no one should be, no woman should be running like 26 miles every single day, especially not during like their menstrual phase and their luteal phase, because that's just going to wreak havoc on their body. Like it's literally going to send them into like fight or flight. They're like cortisol is going to shoot through the roof. Their body's going to want to like hang on to everything they eat and they're just going to compile fat deposits. So yeah, <laughs> like literally do, like it's, it's kind of crazy, but you can do less in terms of like physical, like endurance and workout and have better results. Um, so that's why it's so important to know, like as a female, the different parts of your cycle, like literally every single day we're on a, a, a phase of our cycle. So like, it's super helpful for you to know like what phase that is so that you can like get the most benefit out of, out of what you're doing in your daily life. Um, and also like, if you're interested more in this, in the flow by, uh, Alyssa Vitti is super helpful because she literally like makes a diet plan for each phase. So she tells you like what vegetables are like best, like what grains are best, like what drinks are best. Like when you, if you're like drinking, like when you should like drink, like what part of your cycle. So it is like very detailed. It really like a hundred percent works. Like it's actually crazy. Um, but you could also just, you know, start with like the basics, like know when you're going to like set aside time for yourself, like what part of the week that's going to fall under and know when you're going to like plan your like social outings. Um, so yeah, I think as a female, this is super helpful. Um, and if anyone like has has tried this before or like has other books they've read about this, I'm super curious to to read about it and to learn more about this too. Because also like obviously I'm also learning myself, but this was like a huge revelation um, to uncover. So yeah, I know it's like a short episode, but I wanted to just come on here and share that. And I hope that it was helpful. Um, yeah, I hope everyone has a great rest of their week. And 
this upcoming weekend I do have a special guest on so I'm super excited to share that because I've done a lot of solo episodes lately but yeah hope everyone has a great week and thanks for listening if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe. I am on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And if you want to know more about myself and the show, please give us a follow at The Cycle Podcast on Instagram. It's T-H-E-C-Y-C-L-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T.